Welcome to the Travel Podcast, brought to you by thetravelexpert.ie. Bringing you around the world of travel with your host, Sarah Slattery. For more information on travel, visit our website at thetravelexpert.ie. And now, this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Travel Podcast. Today's topic is all about travel insurance and what exactly does your travel insurance cover you for in light of the coronavirus outbreak. I am delighted to be joined by Kieran Mulligan, Managing Director of Blue Insurance and Multitrip.com, Ireland's leading travel insurance providers. He's going to answer all your questions and hopefully alleviate some of your concerns that you may be having. Kieran, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Um, I'm sure you must be extremely busy at the moment. Crazy, um, swamped. We've, yeah. we've three or four day backlog on, on queries coming in and emails, even with staff doing overtime of four and five hours a night. So that's, it's not just ourselves, it's the whole travel insurance industry yeah. is going through this crisis at the moment with uh, with the volumes coming in, but we're, we're trying to get through it and look after people as quickly as we can, you know? Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you giving up your time because I know you're um, obviously very busy, but okay. hopefully this... Uh, podcast. I'm also going to do a post on the website about it that will answer a lot of people's questions, and maybe yeah. it can be a kind of a go-to post to um, so to stop airlines and travel insurance companies and everybody getting all these uh, phone calls. Well, exactly. um, so the first thing I just wanted to say to anybody listening, if you're not aware of it, um, that the Department of Foreign Affairs is should be really your go-to website. At the end of the day, they are the governing body that decides against non-essential travel to a particular region. So if you're booked to go to a particular place and you're wondering, um, is it safe to go to do so, that is the website that you should be checking out. They also have the... Um, um, TravelWise app, which is great to download. I downloaded that myself, and you can set alerts for a particular country you are going to to find out if there's any changes or updates in advice. Yeah, just to say though, anybody traveling, anyone from the north of Ireland who may be uh, reviewing and listening to the podcast, yeah. they obviously go to the FCO website Good. for departures out of the north okay. uh, regarding uh, UK policies. It would be the FCO. Good, thanks for pointing that out. Um, Okay, so I suppose um, just in light of that, uh, probably the most, the standard question or the easiest question to answer is if you are due to go to a place that that the Department of Foreign Affairs or the FCO says is not safe to travel to, obviously your insurance will, if you have travel insurance in place, it will kick in and... Yes, so if you have government travel advice on your policy, which the, uh, anyone with a blue travel agent policy, you booked a policy to a travel agent, they have government travel advice on their policy. Depending on the cover level, it depends whether you'll have 500 euros worth of cover or 750 euros worth of cover. Um, if you've traveled disruption cover and you have that added to your policy, it is included on the Premier Plus policies with travel agents. But if you've added to your maybe your multitrip.com policy or you've added it to a, a lower level cover with travel agents, then that will also give you a thousand euros worth of cover. Okay. It is worth noting the seven-day moratorium on that. So if you take it out or have taken it out, it has to be seven days lapsed before that cover will be effective. Okay. I know some people did add it to their policies once the COVID had gone uh, epidemic proportions, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, anyone anyone that does it within the seven days or if the DFA advises within the seven days you're due to travel, you won't be covered. If it's beyond the seven days, then you are covered under your policy. Okay. under the limits there that they have on the travel disruption. Okay, so if anybody has that in place or they booked back in January and they have their insurance, um, 
they they will be covered. I mean, I suppose the other thing to point out um, is the travel insurances should probably be your last stop. You should obviously try and get your refund from the airlines and your travel agents and everything first, am I right? Yes, the wording in the policy states that in the event of this cancellation happening or the DFA advising yeah. against travelling, then it's your airline first, your accommodation provider or your travel agent and then your insurance thereafter. Okay, and I know a lot of, um, obviously with the likes of Italy, the, you know, refunds are being given by Aer Lingus and Ryanair and most of the airlines and a lot of the airlines are allowing changes now, cruise companies, but what if, for instance, you've booked your flight to go to Italy and Erlingus are happily refunding you, but you've booked a non-refundable room in Rome, for instance. Will yeah. your insurance cover you your for that? Your insurance will cover you for that, again, Excellent. provided you took out the policy in advance of the seven days if it's travel disruption or you had the government travel okay. advice. Again, uh, what we're finding now is travel agents are making sure that any accommodation only or accommodation as part of a package even, that they're making sure the cancellation is on that as well. So okay. you'll probably find less and less of... Uh, people and people are wary of it, even the, the ones that booking booking.com or other yeah. they're adding that they're taking they're paying a little bit higher to get the cancellation cover yeah, okay. up to the last minute but if it doesn't then our policy your will policy kick will, will kick in Excellent. probably worth highlighting to people then if they're planning on traveling you know even if they have a policy or if they have a holiday that's later on in the year and still haven't taken out the travel insurance policy they need to look at doing that now and adding that travel disruption onto it. Okay. Um, there is potentially coming in the next uh, next week or two that underwriters may exclude COVID-19 within the policy documents. So yeah. that's something that's being discussed with the uh, Association of British, Insur British Insurers at the moment, which our insurer will be part of that organisation or, or connected with. Uh, and it's something that just people need to be wary of. You know, if even if you're even if you haven't booked a holiday, but you're thinking of booking a holiday for later on in the year, take out your policy now. Yeah. Get your travel disruption added to it before it gets excluded from all new policies going forward. So if you don't know when you're traveling, um, yet you could take out a yearly policy, and that yeah. will cover you for a whole year. And if if the underwriters or the insurance companies, I assume it's not just, you know blue insurance or multi-truck if this this decision is made it will go the across the, bar, the board um so it's important that you have if you, if you take out a yearly policy now you'll be covered for covid19 even if you're not traveling till november is that exactly right? and even if you take out we offer like on the multitrip.com we offer the two-year policy as well oh, God, so right. you can add your travel disruption to that and then you're covered for two years as a result um anyone i would also recommend anybody that has a policy that's about to lapse in april may or june Renew, Take out yeah. a new policy now because what will happen is even though you may do your auto renewal, the COVID-19 will still be excluded yeah. from that new policy yeah. even though it's an auto renewal. So if you want to be covered for a later on the year and you have a policy coming up in the next, say, three months, I'm recommending to my family and friends is like take out a new policy. Yeah, absolutely. Now. That's uh, I mean, and insurance is so um, it's the cheapest part of your holiday. So is, if you yeah. haven't already got it, guys, anybody listening, do it now. I mean, th there's talk um, that it's seasonal, and that even if we do manage to, um, if if we if it does manage to go away, <laughs> that it could come back in the winter time again. So yeah, um, yeah I think that two-year policy would be a great tip for people who um, are yeah. traveling regularly. Yeah, and thanks. you get a ten percent off the price of the two-year policy by taking it out for Excellent. two years. So there's another yeah. benefit on that. I'll be doing that myself. I think. Exactly. Um, so uh, you mentioned earlier about the price of it. That there was a five hundred euros and seven hundred and fifty euros. So for people who have booked honeymoons and things like that, that maybe cost ten grand. Five grand each or yeah, something like that. Difficult there on that but, one. Yeah, I mean the the government travel advice benefit, which is with the agents policy and with our blue insurance.ie, 
uh, the Premier gives you 500 and the Premier Plus gives you 750. If you add on the travel disruption, then you increase that obviously to a thousand euros. Yeah. Um, so from that point of view, you, that's really your limit. You're yeah. not you're you're left exposed if yeah. you're going paying a ten or twenty grand holiday. Okay. Unfortunately, um, and if, if somebody is booking a honeymoon, is there a, a supplement they can add on to increase, or is that available? No, at the no. moment it's not. And given that they're likely to, you know, that there's talk of them, you know, removing removing the things. COVID nineteen from the from yeah, the yeah. from that extension. That's there. It's unlikely that they will allow any increase at the moment. Okay, Very, that that's an interesting as well. Just uh, just as you mentioned honeymoons, just to let you know as well, with effect from six pm last night, our wedding insurance policies no longer provide cover for COVID nineteen. It's a general exclusion gone in. So. Okay. Uh, anyone who hasn't like I mean most people probably known that they were having a wedding this year probably got the cover taken out when they would have heard about it but as effect from last night there is no cover for COVID-19 on wedding insurance both in Ireland or abroad wow so okay. um this is this is where the market is going to this go this is where it's going yeah yeah, well, yeah yeah and in fairness I mean I assume the there isn't bottomless pits you, you can't keep handing out money I mean it's, it's understandable it was yeah I mean it's time, their so. exposure they have to yeah, have the funds course, in place yeah, in yeah. order to do it you know well I mean, people have the opportunity now to get their policies in place now for two years, so that's that's really good to know. Um, a couple of other questions that have been asked again, I know a lot of them are probably individual kind of unusual type situations, but for instance, if you were due to go to a sporting event, uh, like the rugby uh, in Paris and it was cancelled, um, and the match was cancelled, but your flights are still going, your hotel is still Valid or does the insurance do unless the DFA you? advises against travel to an area yeah. then the, and the event is cancelled but the flights no. are still gone to okay. hotel then there is no cover. Okay. However, if uh, the DFA advises against travel to an area and you have you paid for match tickets, those prepaid match tickets will also be included in your cancellation claim. Okay. So even if you say the 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 airline decides to give you a refund you have cancellation or the accommodation provider offers a refund but you don't have money back on your tickets you can make okay. a claim for your tickets on, okay. on their own if you want as well okay but it has to be an area so it can't be the reason for your trip if, if the flights are still going and the and the match or concert is cancelled well there's nothing really it can, you can do, do about it yeah. okay um okay i have a few other questions here um let me just have a look yes i see more and more um countries are banning entry for people who have, say, been in Italy before, or not, even in some cases, not just banning Europeans, or you know, yeah. I see in 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 the in the Emirates now, they're all cruise ports are being closed. So, if, for instance, flights are still going, and um, but you can't you can't get into a country, or they're they're telling you you have to be isolated for two weeks, or you know, so where it's again, where, it's where a bit you? like if you don't know in advance, so. So if the if the country has announced that they are not accepting anybody who has been in order initially into the country, yeah. well then, from the date that they stated that, that's when any policies issued after that date would not be covered. Okay, okay. You know, so you just, you, you know, like you, if you do the research, you know that you know you're not going to get going in. You know before you go and you'll get it. Okay, yeah. brilliant. Um, okay, a couple of other um, things I just wanted to ask you was about claiming. Um, as I said, we said earlier that if you have, if you are making a claim, obviously check with your airline and your travel agency first because the insurance you're only just going to refer people back to them before you. The give claims any claim. company will, yeah. Yeah, and is there a delays on claims at the moment, or or what? What should people have? Long should people expect before they they would get a refund? Uh, probably, I'd say, given the current situation, the current crisis that's going on with it, I'd say you'd be talking three to four weeks. 
okay. maybe a slight bit that's, longer. That's but reasonable it's, enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. once they come in, they should be able to deal with it fairly yeah. quickly. Yeah. Uh, maybe ask for more information. Okay. You know, so normal normal response would be about a week before you get you know a notification back asking for whatever details or your claim will be settled. Yeah. Um, I would say three to four weeks for maybe that first notification, but that's only going to be for a short period. Yeah. Like I, they're I, dealing with calls as well, both from a from claims, even people just querying it and. And we're, we're having, obviously, medical screening lines and, you know, claims line. If somebody's not being able to get through to us, and we have a high abandonment rate at the moment because of the numbers coming in yeah. here, they may ring the claim, so they're probably delaying them a little bit right. more as okay. well. Okay. So it's a bit well, of... Three to four weeks is pretty good, I would have thought. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, fairness. that should be fine. I mean, if, if yeah. there's any longer delay than that, people just get in touch with us and we'll be... We'll be We'll be hounding down the underwriters and the claims providers. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I, I suppose... The other thing to point out, we've already said about people taking out annual policies for COVID-19 and that. Um, but obviously, if you've, if you've booked a holiday and you know you're going, it's still not late. It's still not too late to book travel insurance. You just have that moratorium in place for seven days. But yes. if, you're, if you're going in August now, you can still take out a policy. Yes. Um, and they're 15 euros or something. Well, to, well, you can buy an annual policy on multitrip.com for 70.95. Travel agents who deals on annual policies yeah. as well. My recommendation is take an annual and add the travel disruption yeah. because if you do a number of holidays yeah. during the year, then you're covered. If you take a single trip and you cover this trip that you're coming up to, you know, if underwriters introduce the ban on COVID-19 exclusion into the policy, yeah, then you're not going to get the benefit of that on your next, Absolutely. where at least if you have yeah. the policy with your annual policy, you'll be covered up until that expiry. And again, the two-year multi-trip is, is good value, as well as obviously the agents are doing deals on annual policies for, for people okay. as well. Well, look, I think I've covered most um, most questions. I don't know if there's any questions that you've been getting that you think I'm, I'm, I left out. Um, let me try and think now what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Um, yeah, I mean, the main thing is is that, you know, we were finding that the DFA advised against travel to Northern Italy, to those regions. Originally started with the 10 towns, yeah. then it put it to the regions. The airlines were still flying there. I know the airlines were giving you a refund back at the time or changing your flights, but if at any point they don't, so if the DFA advises against travel to a place and the airlines are not giving you a refund for whatever reason, which they should, then you can still make a claim coming in then as well on that. Um, trying to and is that 14-day um, period still apply? Like if I'm due to go to, to Italy in, in May, um, I can't I can't cancel no. yet, can I? I so, have to wait. So for the government travel advice, it has yeah. to be within the 14 days of departure. Yeah. And then the actual travel disruption is sort of basically the day or the day before that departure that you'd be looking to put in a claim. Probably at that point, you would be turning around and saying to the airline, uh, ringing them up, going, can I have a refund? You bring, yeah. speak to your agent or accommodation provider, can I have a refund? And it's only then at that point that they will come to us. Okay. But, but it's within the 14 days. So basically, say you have a holiday to Italy in July and uh, you know there's restrictions in place, but they lifted in May, then you're expected to travel in July. Yeah. So you won't be okay. able to put a claim in prior. Okay. You're just at the mercy of the airlines and try and change if you yeah. want to. Or else you could always go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully, like, you know, the thing is, is that I have booked a ski holiday in, next week. I'm going on a cruise in Hamburg uh, with MSC on the 19th. I have a trip to New York on the 1st of May, and then I have another trip, another cruise in June. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm going on it. Yeah. I mean, it probably actually worth mentioning this. If you're in good health, um, you know, no conditions, yeah. you know, continue travel obviously it's your decision but i know myself and my friends we're all going away yeah. we're all in good health would i would i encourage my parents who are in the 70s to go out? 
Probably not. I'd probably get them to hold off till, yeah. you know, it does calm down or somebody with serious conditions. But, you know, you've just as much chance of catching well, it in Dublin now, as so, catch yeah. it anywhere yeah. else. So yeah, you might as well go and enjoy yourself in the yeah. sun. And I'm the same. I can't, I can't wait to get a bit of sun again. But yeah, exactly. uh, hopefully we, we'll all get away. Anyway, Kieran, thank you so much uh, for, no for joining us and uh, really appreciate it. And uh, thank you all out there for listening. And make sure you subscribe to the Travel Podcast. It's on all the podcast platforms um, so you don't miss an episode. It's also on the my website, thetravelexpert.ie. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Travel Podcast. For more information on travel, visit our website at thetravelexpert.ie. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Available on our website and also on all of the leading podcast providers. Until the next time, remember, keep traveling.